Welcome to Indie Radio Newsri. I'm Prathamesh and you're listening to the news updates for July 14th, 2022. Here are the international news updates for today. Fleeing Sri Lanka President lands in Singapore. Sri Lankan President Gotabaya Rajapakse has arrived in Singapore on a flight from the Maldives where he had fled after mass protest over his rule. Singapore's government has said he had been allowed entry on a private visit. It is not clear if Mr Rajapakse will stay or move to another destination. The cost of food, fuel and other basic supplies have soared for Sri Lankans. The president fled to the Maldives on Tuesday night on a military plane and there has been much speculation about his plans. Reports say he took a Saudi airline flight accompanied by his wife and two bodyguards. 20 killed in Russian rocket attack on Venezia. Russian missiles have struck a city far from the eastern front line, killing at least 20 people including 3 children, Ukrainian officials said. 90 more people were reported wounded in the attack on Venezia to the southwest of Kiev and a long way from the heart of the fighting in Donbas. 3 Russian missiles hit an office block and damaged residential buildings. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky called it an open act of terrorism. The missiles hit the car park of a 9-story office block. Residential buildings were also hit in the center of Venezia, which has a population of around 370,000. The Russian Defense Ministry, which denies targeting civilians, has yet to comment on the strike. Wildfires rage as Europe battles heat wave. A heat wave spreading across Europe is fueling wildfires in Portugal, France, and Spain. Around 3500 firefighters in Portugal are battling dozens of blazes as temperatures break records in various parts of the country. The worst has been reported in Liria where 600 people were forced out of their homes. It has triggered memories of deadly wildfires in 2017 which claimed the lives of more than 100 people. More than 3000 people have been evacuated in Turkey due to a wildfire in the southwestern Datka peninsula. Scores killed in Haiti as gangs fight for control. At least 89 people are reported to have been killed in a week of gang warfare in the Haitian capital Port-au-Prince. The mayor of the impoverished Cité-Soleil neighborhood said two criminal alliances known as G9 and G-Pep were fighting for control of the area. Mayor Joel Genius told local radio that residents were under a state of siege and lacked water, food and fuel. Gang violence has shot up since the assassination of President Yuvenel Moise by mercenaries a year ago. The latest deadly gang fight erupted on Thursday last week. While no official that toll has been given, local human rights group RNDDH says it knows of 89 people killed. Biden says US prepared to use force to stop Iran getting nuclear arms. President Joe Biden has pledged that the US is prepared to use all elements of its national power to stop Iran from getting a nuclear weapon. Mr Biden made the declaration with Israel's Prime Minister Yair Lapid on the second day of his visit there. Israel considers the Iranian nuclear program to be its greatest threat though Iran insists it is peaceful. The president will hold talks with Palestinian officials on Friday before a controversial visit to Saudi Arabia. He also pledged that the US would work together with our partners to confront Iran's aggression and destabilizing activities. Now to the national news stories. CBI registers fresh cases against Mehul Choksi and others. The Central Bureau of Investigation or CBI has registered a fresh case against fugitive Mehul Choksi and others for allegedly cheating a consortium of banks to the tune of rupees 55.27 crores. In the first information report, the agency has named Mumbai-based Bezel Jewelry India Private Limited, its whole-time directors Choksi, Chetna Jayantilal Zaveri, Dinesh Gopal Das Bhatia, and Melinda Anantalimaya as accused who cheated the consortium of Canara Bank and the Bank of Maharashtra. 
Choksi is currently facing extradition proceedings and a case challenging the legal validity of his Antiguan citizenship. Wholesale price rise eases to 3-month low at 15.2% in June. Inflation in wholesale prices moderated marginally from the record 15.88% pace in May to 15.18% in June as a minor pairing in the price rise of manufactured products, fuel and power as well as primary articles was offset by a surge in food price inflation to 12.41% from 10.89% in May. June's wholesale inflation rate is the lowest in three months as the Commerce and Industry Ministry revised April's wholesale price index to reflect a 15.38% price rise that month as opposed to 15.08% estimated earlier. This is the fifth successive month that wholesale price inflation is over the 10% mark in India. Monkeypox confirmed in Kerala man who returned from UAE a case of monkeypox was confirmed in Kerala on Thursday, making it the first such case to be reported in the country. Kerala Health Minister Veena George said the infection was diagnosed in a person who returned from the UAE three days ago. The infected person had come into contact with another confirmed case in the UAE. The case was confirmed after the person's samples were tested at the National Institute of Virology in Pune, said the minister. Monkeypox is a viral zoonotic disease with symptoms similar to smallpox although with less clinical severity. Lok Sabha speaker says no words banned amid unparliamentary words row. Amid a backlash over the Lok Sabha's secretariat's updated booklet listing certain words that will be considered unparliamentary in both houses of the parliament, Speaker Om Prakash Birla on Thursday said no word has been banned and that the members are free to express their views. Birla said no one can snatch that right from the members but added that it should be as per the decorum of the parliament. The Lok Sabha speaker further said, people unaware of parliamentary practices make all kinds of comments, adding that the legislatures are independent of the government. The opposition has slammed the list as a gag order meant to shield the Narendra Modi government against criticism and hard-hitting truth. EDRS former NSE chief Chitra Ramakrishna The Enforcement Directorate on Thursday arrested Chitra Ramakrishna, the former managing director of the National Stock Exchange, in connection with a money laundering probe related to the alleged illegal phone tapping of NSE employees during 2009-2017. Ms. Ramakrishna was previously in judicial custody in the NSE co-location scam case. Based on a FIR registered recently by the CBI, the ED has initiated its probe under the Prevention of Money Laundering Act and arrested her. Earlier this year, the CBI had arrested Ms. Ramakrishna and the then-group operating officer Anand Subramanian in the co-location scam case. Thank you for listening to Indie Radio Newsreel. For more news, audiobooks and podcasts, stay tuned to Indie Radio or log on to www.indijournal.in. Also consider subscribing to listen to our premium shows.